Dude, I don't know why you're coughing. You didn't even pull the carb. Hey everybody and welcome back to Premature Inhalation with Mario Z where we count down the minutes to 420. Uh, you can listen to us at a bunch of different places on renegaderadio.com and now on radiovegas.rocks. You can go to both websites to find out uh, the listings and the times for the, for the show being played. Um, you can also check us out on our brand new YouTube page. You can just search Premature Inhalation. I'll be uploading the episodes um, basically a week after they're done. So a week after each episode airs, we'll be putting them up on the website in case you missed anything. Um, we also just started tweeting. You can find us on Twitter at Premature Toke. So uh, make sure you connect with us. Um, now today's show is going to be an interview show. Um, I wanted to do an interview with a very good friend of mine, uh, adult superstar Jocelyn Stone. Um, she's been a really good friend of mine, and uh, this is my first opportunity to get it, to interview her. And um, I'll, I've been trying to keep the interview short, maybe eight to ten minutes at the most. But once we got there, we started recording, and the video, the, the interview ended up being about an hour. So we're going to be doing this as a two-part show. So we're going to do part of it today, and then part of it next week. And then um, I'll have the entire interview uploaded on the YouTube channel for anybody who wants to check it out. So first we're going to play a little music. And we've got a lot to get to with the interview. So we're going to try to keep it short. So here's Blur with Song 2.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Premature Inhalation. I'm here on location at Latai Restaurant in uh, downtown Las Vegas, and I'm here with the talented, the beautiful, the incomparable Jocelyn Stone, everybody. How you doing, Jocelyn? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. What do you mean talented? Well, I've never, <laughs> it, I've yet to find a situation in radio where it, where it doesn't help to butter up your guest. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've got We're an entire... Using Luke. Gotcha. I've got I didn't realize. I've got an entire list of adjectives if you want. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Ready to go. I look forward to that. All right. So, <laughs> we... We've known each other for a little while, but I've never had an opportunity to just interview and just ask you questions, you know? <laughs> so I've got a couple here that are like just regular kind of questions. Then I got some that get a little bit deep. Oh. So you told me to get uh, five together, so I've got about 13 here. Okay. And we'll see how <laughs> And we'll many see how we can, everything goes. We can do. Yeah. Absolutely. As long as the battery doesn't die on this recorder, we're golden. Excellent. Well, we'll start off with something like real simple. Now, I know that you're a huge foodie. Yeah. I know that you love to cook yes. and you love to, to, all kinds of food. So this one's a two-part question. Okay. What is your favorite thing to cook? And if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pasta and pasta. Seriously, because pasta, you can put everything with it. Okay. I can change it up. I can bake it. I can boil it and add stuff to it. I can, it can do, I can do like a kitchen sink type of um, macaroni and cheese, homemade white sauce on whatever type of noodle. It doesn't fucking matter. Just stick it in a cake dish and bake that son of a bitch. You know, so there's, a, a, but what's in the bottom drawer? You know, should I grate some carrots? Should I put some cheese? What kinds of cheese do I have? What if I have six kinds because I love cheese too? So, I mean, right. yeah. So, no matter what, I could live off of pasta because you can do so many things with it and it's the easiest to cook. That's why my ass is so big. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a universal adapter for food. Yes. Now, is there a specific kind of pasta that you like the most? Mm, I really like, um, I'd say like an elbow macaroni okay. you know like an elbow because I can do the salads with it I can do full meals with it you know okay. chili mac is good oh god I, I love can, chili mac you know I yeah that one is so versatile from hot to cold so I would say that's my favorite because it's so versatile okay yeah <laughs> that was pretty straight it's, it's almost, almost like you've like pre-heard that no, one it's like no pasta no. Nope. Love it. Nope, it's the way that I cook. That's the why. That's just my answer. <laughs> All right. Now, um, let's see. Okay, so we're gonna go with a little bit deeper now. Do you think that humans, as a species, have gotten better through the generations, or worse? And why do you think so? Yes and no on both because um, we started doing equality and stuff like that with, you know, women's rights and now women are a little equal and, you know, that's where the, the word feminist came from because it was constantly the women fighting for equality. Now you'll find if you Google it, there's a lot of men that are going, oh no, I'm a feminist because I'm fighting for equality. Um, but there's uh, so many other judgments that are coming up and I get judged a lot due to things that I do because of race. So I'm constantly, uh, I'm as white as fuck. I guess I'm supposed to be privileged. I don't know because I get beat the fuck down for so many things that I do yeah. because of the fact that I don't um, pull the race card and go, oh, well, I'm white, so I don't do this or I don't do that. 
you know so I, okay. I, I watch we take a step forward uh, with the right foot but then we go backward with the left and then we take one forward with the left foot and then back with the right and it's like dude seriously when it comes right down to it human is a human agreed and um, you know I was raised the first part of my life in a very white um, neighborhood very middle of the road not a lot of money you know blue collared father the whole nine yards um, the second half of my life, I was raised by a Texas Mexican. So, you know, uh, so am I supposed to go, oh no, I'm white. So, you know, it bothers me that my stepfather speaks Spanish and stuff like that. Even though he spoke without an accent, it didn't matter. You know, so, and then I uh, started having black friends and Asian friends. And I was raised very religious, and, but it was Seventh-day Adventist. So, okay. am I supposed to look down on the Catholics, or a Muslim, or how about somebody that is is um, doing paganism? You know, I've got a friend that's a pagan, and she is one of the most true, honest people you could ever want to meet. So, I'm not going to judge. Uh, I'm going to judge you as an individual, right, and if you're a shitty motherfucker, I'm going to call you out on it. And it has nothing to do with the color of your shell, because it seems like I'm a chameleon, and I, yeah, I change the color of my shell all the time, because I have to, I want to, I like to. So, humans be good to humans, but if you're dealing with a shitty human, eye to eye, fuck that piece of shit. Absolutely. And it has nothing to do with his race, religion, nothing. Or even how much he does or does not make as money. Because I've found some homeless people that are white, that are amazing human beings. So, but they're not working. They're homeless. So what's their fucking problem? They're not black. They're they not took, Mexican. They totally you know. took their privilege for granted. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But, you know, um, uh, we can twist it a little bit further. When I was born, I was papered. I was papered like a puppy. You were papered? I was papered like a puppy. I was. Okay. I was given a name. My parents had to sign a piece of paper. Gotcha. And now I have that documentation that follows me through my entire life. I've been papered. So, if I go to Australia or I go to England or Europe somewhere, then I would take my paperwork with me and I would get papered the way that they would want to paper me. So if I got papered and I was born here, I think everybody should go through the process of getting papered. That's it. I agree with that. Just go through the process. That's all. And you're not That's worried that like part of the papering process is to like keep people in control or anything like that? Or like... I'm in control by the US in a lot of different ways. See, I've always I been mean, one of, I'm always one of those people who's like real paranoid about like giving out any kind of personal information or anything like that. Like I don't even like when uh, when I click on something on Facebook and it says sign in with Facebook to take our quiz. I'm like, no, oh, no that's I don't okay. do that. Mm -mm. Yeah. I never do that. No, I'll sign if I'm interested in something then I'll sign in directly. If my bank sends me something, you know, an email saying, Hey, there's a problem, I will get off of that whatever it was that and I will go in directly no I'm with you on that so use your brain on that um, but um, you know what it's just like well, if I wanted to go to another country I'm not talking about people coming here I'm saying if I wanted to go to Australia and they said okay Joss you need to 
bring all this paperwork. You need to do all of this stuff. You need to prove where you were born, where you came from, that you have a license, uh, a driver's license. I've been papered my entire life, you know, my entire life. And if they want me to transfer that paperwork, then that's what I'm going to do. Isn't that weird, though? But that's for me. I'm willing to do it. Lost I'm, not, I'm not pointing my finger at anybody else. I'm saying what I'm willing to do. Well, if a, I want to move to Australia, if I want to move to Thailand, if I want to, you know, go anywhere, it's what I'm willing well, I think to it's do. really interesting that you bring up that point because, like, we're, you know, people want to be so specifically defined. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, they don't. Correct. You know, like, it, it's, it always makes me laugh when you hear people say... Um, I, you know, you have to see me for the color of my skin, but don't judge me for the color of my skin. Right. Like, that's so backwards. Right. Like, that, I don't know, like, I think that, like, in technology we've gotten better, but I think as a society, it's in social media really took off. I think things have been getting progressively worse. I think only just now are we starting to see people starting to break the hypnosis, I guess. Like, right. this hurricane that, that happened in Texas. Yes. I mean, it's brought a lot of people together. It went from, you know, I would log on to Facebook and it would be nothing but post about like, screw Trump and I hate this and I hate this side and they say I hate that side. And, and all then of the a sudden, flooding happens. And, you, and it's just been the, the exact humanity. opposite. Yeah. I just watched the most beautiful video since you are talking about that because I won't participate in any of that stuff. And even my best friend, Rebecca Love, turned around and asked me, you know, oh, who are you voting for? And I looked at her and I said, what the fuck is it your business? What is it your business? Why would you ask me that? It's none of your goddamn business. Right. If I felt like it needed to be your business, I would have told you. Absolutely. So don't ask me something like that because there's a reason why when you go into vote, there's blinders on. Right. You know, and, and they've got all that stuff blocked out and all that stuff so nobody else can see because it's nobody else's goddamn business. So if you want to throw your shit out there hoping to argue with somebody about something, then that's on you. If you don't want to get judged for something and your beliefs and stuff, keep your cockholder shut. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just like one more thing that people can use to separate themselves from other people. Right. So well, like, I'm better. I'm different. I never, I never liked it when my when my mother taught that um, you know other religions were were not good or not as good as. Seventh-day Adventist, Waco, mm. Texas. Let's go ahead and point that out. Thank you. Oh, what's his name? Um, David Koresh. David. David. I was going to say Steve, and I know it was wrong. <laughs> but um, David Koresh, you know, what he did is got a wild hair up his ass, and he decided he could do it better. So yeah. in, in his doing it better, he did it his way, good for him, because he was allowed to. You know, but there's certain rules that you have to abide by. There's certain rules in line that you need to abide by. That's like, don't it. be a dick. Well, don't be a dick. Don't, uh, you know, you're allowed to have arms and stuff, you know. Uh, but when it comes down to it, we don't allow you to torture animals or or children in the U.S. Right. And when these, uh, when the, um, whether it was correct or not, they got a complaint that children were being abused. And they went in there to check on it. If there was no problem, why didn't you let them in? You know? True that. Or if you don't want them let want to let them through your threshold, which I totally understand, because if a cop knocked on my door, I'd be like, Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Where's your warrant? What right. is it that you want? Right. You know? 
Oh, you want to see the kids? Done. Done deal. Right. Line them up, bring them out. We'll have a picnic right in the front yard with the feds and go ahead and talk. There were so many ways that that could have happened. But that was, he wanted to do this religion his way. So, but that doesn't mean Catholics any different. You know, I can I can nail a few things down about that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think the religion is bad. I think there are individuals that are bad. And as for the internet and social media and all this stuff, all we have done is created a lot of um, people that want instant gratification and that have zero accountability. Zero. Right, you just, because you just hit you, post and you walk away from it. Right. And I've actually done um, podcasts about the way that people talk to me about stuff. You know, they just come at me like a, a, a rabid pit bull, you know. And it's like, wait a minute, I love pit bulls. They're wonderful, wonderful animals. Why is this but, one so fucked up? You know? And it's because there's no accountability. You know? So, and that's the way I feel that probably about 80% of the people that I deal with on all social media, they come at me. And I believe in giving everybody a second chance. Do you think that's part of, because of your celebrity status that they come at you that way? They do come at me that way because of that reason. And then um, some of them are like, oh my God, I didn't, you're right. Holy crap, I didn't mean to do that. Okay, so let's start over. But there's other ones that go, and you do this for a living. What's your problem? And it's like, oh, that superiority. Oh, sweetie, yeah. now I'm going to hurt your feelings. Because you know what? As much as you don't have to be accountable for what you're saying to me, I don't have to be accountable either. Brace yourself, bitch. I like that. I like that. Because I'm a mean, mean person. No, you're not. No, you're not. You can be. And I mean that. In the nicest possible Do your way, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. What? Moving right along. Mm-hmm. So. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Next, number three. So uh, let's see. Why do you think that there are so many people who are lonely, and why is it hard for people to find a connection when that's something that everybody is looking for, anyways? They don't want to get off their lazy motherfucking asses. Well, I'll just pick up my phone and I'll look at Tinder. Swipe left, swipe left, swipe left, swipe right. When it comes down to um, the accountability, you know, if you're constantly staring at a screen and you're not held accountable for what you say, then you walk into a bar or you're sitting next to someone or even a grocery store and you constantly have that security blanket, those blinders on, um, how are you gonna talk to somebody? How do you know how to talk to somebody? You haven't practiced in so long. Right. But now you've got this generic thing in your brain of um, what somebody is supposed to look like. Or behave. Or behave. Yeah. With filters and stuff like that. You know? I mean, that's something that I take pride in when I do photo shoots and stuff. I'll take out, and what I consider editing is a photo where my mouth is open because I was talking. Mm-hmm. But I don't go through an airbrush. I don't go through and make myself skinnier. There's pictures, sets of photos where I'm like, damn, I look tore up. <laughs> and, and there's other times where, you know, and people love that set. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm mortified by it. But I still owned it. That's the way I looked that day. And that's okay. Sometimes I'm tan. Sometimes I'm not. You know, so 
So um, I take responsibility for everything that I alter. But I also go out and like right now, I'm able to sit in front of you, look you in the eyes and have a conversation. We can laugh, we can talk, we can eat, we can do all this stuff. So most of the people are hiding and then, right. you know, when they show up, well, they've already gone through the get to know you. They've already done all the chit chatting about their jobs and stuff. They've already shown dirty pictures. All that's left of the personality, and they have none. And they have zero fucking personality. They can't make eye contact. They can't follow up on, on what they were writing. So Absolutely. if you don't exercise a skill, how do you expect to use it? Right. The, you know, the one thing that I that that I saw the social media was doing to people is that they don't make eye contact. You know, you can when you go to like more rural towns and stuff like that, everybody looks at you and they at least smile, or say hi or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because they don't have good internet connection. Right. <laughs> uh, it's because they're lame. <laughs> they have nothing lame better to guys. do than be nice to people. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but like you right? But like you, I mean, it's so funny, like. Okay, we live in Vegas. You know, you're going to be walking in a crowd at least three times a week, right? right. And you you make eye contact with somebody, and I every time that, that, I, that I, I actually smile. I always make sure I at least smile before I look awkwardly away. Right. You know, but like there's people who look away from like as soon as you make eye contact, like like you just oh my God, showed oh my God, oh my God. right, like you showed them a rotting fetus or something like that. Exactly. Like I hit I no 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 no, and I. I I don't understand no that. Like, well, it's like today, driving over here to see you, I pulled out of my one street, I made a right, and I saw this gentleman walking down the street, and he's holding groceries, and I'm thinking, wow, dude, you're crazy, because it's like 106 out. Right, brutal. And But, you know what, he's still going to go to the grocery store, whether he has a car or not, sure. you know, so maybe they only have one car in the family, I don't know. But as I'm driving down the street, I didn't just tunnel vision and go past him, I smiled and I waved at him. Now that guy's got to remember my car. I'm from the same neighborhood he is, and I was nice to him. That's what he's going to remember is that lady in that brown car. She waved to me. She was nice to me. You know, I could be walking my dog, and I will wave to people. You know, of course, most of them are, their focus is kind of pulled on my dogs because I have a 100-pound one and a a 6.5-pound one, and they walk like they're both 100 pounds. It's hilarious. So most people are intrigued by me walking my dogs. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I always say hi, and, you know, and I'm nice. I'm nice. And it just makes you feel better, like, throughout the day when you know that you've been nice to people throughout the day like well, they they will smile back if you hold that smile they will smile back and then it it kind of makes you makes them wonder what you're up to i guess you know <laughs> like, like are you why still is that smiling smiling at me oh my god but it's it's worth it it's worth it because now you just changed their mode for the day and now maybe they're going to give their smile away. You just gave them one. Now they got an extra to give away. I've definitely had better days just because somebody did something really small or really nice or just even yeah. said something with the right tone. <laughs> you know, like a good morning, yeah. not like a good morning, but like, good morning. It's like, well, it depends on whether I've had my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but, squeak at me like yeah, that if exactly, I haven't had caffeine because exactly. I'll slap you. Nothing good about this morning. <laughs> Nothing good about mornings anyway. All right. Well, things are starting to heat up on that interview. So we're going to do the second part of that interview next week. 
Um, until then, want to give a big shout out to RenegadeRadio.com and RadioVegas.rocks for having us on. Make sure you check out the YouTube page and follow us on Twitter at Premature Toke. We'll uh, see you guys next week for Premature Inhalation. This is Mario Z. Have a great night, everybody.